Welcome to Every Game in This City, a podcast about 10 game makers, curators, and researchers who met up in Malaysia for a week to try and play every escape room in Kuala Lumpur. I'm Lee Shanglun. I'm Patrick Lemieux. And that's actually it. It's just us. There are only two of us here, and that's because we're in Shanghai recording season two of the podcast one year later. It's taken us a whole year to be in the same room together. And the reason we're hijacking the podcast is because we have a bit of a surprise set up. So here's the thing. Unbeknownst to anyone else on the team, uh, we had secretly made a playable escape room. (laughs) And installed it in that hot bedroom in Patalang Jaya. And, and here we spring it on the rest of the cast during this episode. So this is our podcast escape room. The podcast is actually transformed into an escape room. And we're going to see how it goes. We actually don't really remember everything about this. I remember a few things, but... We were like super tuckered out and sleep deprived. Because we were meeting at night when everybody was asleep. And to prep for this, we were rushing all around the city to get everything done. It just felt like a fever dream. This is the culmination of all of our ideas about escape rooms being channeled through chocolate and, <laughs> and printing disasters. I think it's, I, I think my memory is it's, it's a bit of a mess, but we're going to see how it goes. Hopefully I'm really it's curious. it's a beautiful mess. I think so. <laughs> so let's listen. everyone, it's July 9th, 2018, and you're listening to Every Game in This City. And we did it! We played every game, or almost every game, in Kuala Lumpur. That was seven days, ten people, and in the end, 50 escape rooms. 50? We did 50? No. No. 40. Doug counted. 50. Really? No. Depends on what we mean. Clarify. 34 unique escape rooms, uh-huh. uh, but some of them we repeated, so between us we had 50 sessions. Exactly. Wow. Uh, on the nose. 50 Over plus how one. many days? I had, I had a cheeky one escape room half time. <laughs> <laughs> cheeky additional. 51, yeah. 51 stays. <laughs> An escape room postscript. Should do one tomorrow, so we have 52. Mm. <laughs> Mm. Wow. Mm. Can't believe we did it. Is 51 a good number to end on? Is yes. Is it an auspicious number? Yes, it is now. Let's just yeah. say it is. <laughs> Little do they know, it's soon to be 52 because of this one. So today, now that we've come to the end of all things, what we're going to be doing is debriefing on our collective experience. Um, but first, before we get to that, who are we? So I'm Stephanie Bullock, and I'm going to be the host of today's podcast, and I'm sitting with nine other game designers, game curators, and games researchers, and basically all-around lovely people who do things with games. And why don't you all introduce yourself? I'm Douglas Wilson. I'm Amani Nassim. I'm Alexandra Lee. I'm Jay Biddulf. I'm Laura E. Hall. I'm Lee Shanglin. I'm Chad Tobrak. <laughs> I'm Goldie Bartlett. <laughs> and I'm Patrick Lemieux. Sorry, I'm eating these chocolate rocks. Stop it! They're gross. Some of them got like these. He bought like a box of rock looking things and Why he's just. Your, your fingers hand? are red. Yeah, your fingers are red. Oh, wow. He was touching them, so like he took all the red stuff off of them. <laughs> so, this isn't why. You might have guessed, this isn't why my fingers are red. Right, and were you panicking when they asked you? A this? little. I wasn't sure about what if your story would hold up, but they seem to go with it. They're gross. And there's some interesting odors behind yeah. the curtain. They're super gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and now might be a good time to mention that Shunglun and I will be role playing throughout this episode. So there's going to be some like hooting and hollering, uh, some moaning and groaning, some streaking and some shouting. Uh, but but don't worry, it's all part of the game. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks, everyone. So over the next two podcasts, we're going to be having a debriefing, uh, a couple of debriefing sessions where we talk about our thoughts and feelings, our highs and our our lows, and all the things that we've learned about game design and ourselves um, while we've been on this... (coughs) (laughs) It's Trump's! No. (laughs) 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 Shunglin is possessed! Oh no! Everybody stay calm! I've read about this! Wait! Here it is! I think there's a page on seances! <laughs> Maybe this will help! 
So here I pull out the first prop that we designed together, which is a book that had a custom insert about seances. That was like a nice photoshopped, like it kind of looked It legit. looked like a, a real document. Yep. I was very impressed. And this is a reference to all the supernatural dead and undead characters we've been encountering. Um, but also, maybe more specifically, the seance in the Annabelle escape room, which made a big impression on the group. <laughs> Who can read this page? I knew it! Someone turned the I, I think it has something to do with, we have to soothe Shang Lun. We have to all hold hands. We have to chant a name. Can move! Traditionally, the food of the gods is used for this purpose. Spirit will now awaken inside the possessed, but may be disoriented. Soothe the spirit by attending to the body. Sit me down. So Chad is currently helping Shang Lun sit down. Shang Lun is trembling and quivering. Chad is lovingly stroking the back of Shang Lun's neck. Soothe the spirit. Annabelle. Annabelle. Wait, are you doing it out of order? Annabelle. What are the rules? Wait. Wow. The fan is great because we're going to get hot. This is extremely detailed. Who made this? Can I just mention, as somebody on the podcast, I'm probably as confused as the listener. Yeah. So we have an impromptu escape room being inflicted upon us. Uh, I think most of us were not told in advance about this. I was not prepared. The resurrection yeah. is near. I can't move. So we have to discover the name of the figure. We need to link hands after we've soothed the spirit. Okay. We need to link hands and then chant the name of the spirit we want to summon. But. I think we need to do this. Oh, I think we need to do this. Oh, I no? Do you know the answer, Patrick? The mighty king. King. <laughs> king. Well, like Anubis or something? Yeah. No. A, a, a king, right? A king? They're like chocolate. Tutankhamun. Tutankhamun? Tutankhamun. Tutankhamun. Okay, let's go. Alright. Tutankhamun. Tutankhamun. Doesn't this escape room, like, require... External knowledge of ancient Egypt. <laughs> yes, yes, knowledge. Maybe it requires external knowledge of Egypt. Maybe it requires external knowledge of Egypt. Maybe it requires external knowledge of Egypt. Maybe I am inside of a dark room. Exits are south. <laughs> Go south, south. south. The door is locked. <laughs> <laughs> Unlock is there a combination? Check in inventory. There are so many facial expressions in this room. <laughs> I got this. Text adventures. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> Laura's right. We're going to be doing an oral text-based adventure game in the style of Colossal Cave Adventure or Zork, so you can follow along. Oh, uh, <laughs> there is nothing on me. <laughs> Unlock door south. The door remains locked. Okay. Find the Wait, code. What's the code? Door in here, on the north wall, there are hieroglyphics. North? Where's north? On the east wall, Where's there is an you? LCD clock. <laughs> With red flashing numbers and a red dot in the top right corner. On the west wall, there is a small tapered corner with a small chest and a padlock on it. On the south wall, there is my bed. So I'm describing a room that we've all been inside previously, the unlucky mummy. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and so on the north wall, there are hieroglyphics. On the east wall, there was an LCD clock. But there will be subtle changes to kind of 
use that as an inspiration for them to solve a new riddle. Yeah. And this is a pattern that's going to continue through this escape room. Mm -hmm. Through its multiple acts. <laughs> Strap in. Does the padlock need a key? Go lash. Go, go, I go, examine I go, padlock. I go and the lie down padlock the bed. needs a key. I go to the bed and I look around the bed. I like The bed is a sarcophagus. I get into the sarcophagus. The sarcophagus is locked with a three-digit combination. No! Four-digit combination six, nine, six, nine. This room is feeling a little familiar. Which room? <laughs> the the mummy room from the very I'm beginning. Lucky there are rocks the... everywhere. Oh, I look oh, under the rock. Look you find a small key under a very light rock that is red. Open the padlock. Inside the chest are two rectangular transparencies. No. <laughs> They are very scratched up. <laughs> the first one says seven 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 and has a dot in the upper right corner. Mm -hmm. The second transparency says F three five seven and has a dot in the lower left corner. Align the dots. Eight three. You align the dots, but you cannot see through. What were the second numbers? Because of F because three <laughs> five seven. Nine. Can you see what the third that? number is? Nine. It is very yeah. dark in this nine, seven. It's um, are you still in I'm gonna continue to narrate this experience for the listener. Uh, it seems to me that two of our members, Patrick and uh, Lee Shenglin, uh, have devised an impromptu escape room for us, <laughs> which may or may not be referencing the rooms we've done. So we have uh, Shanglin here acting this possessed demon. Uh, and this pamphlet that we've gotten has been specially prepared, is that true? Yes. And the top right. And the dot and the second transparency is in the bottom left. So it, it's where do you want to put this number in? On the LCD in the screen. No. Even what? in his like Exam possessed LCD state, Shanglin is trying to solve the puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is a little bit of a visual puzzle, and you say there are two scratched up transparencies. The first one says seven 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 and has a dot in the upper right corner. The second one says F357 and has a dot in the lower left corner. If you want to figure it out, hit pause now. So presumably, yeah. I, I think what they're doing is you put the two yeah. transparencies together, be, like a digital clock. Yeah, that's what I said. Three something nine seven. Which is a, can I just zero, say, is a nine, puzzle that's eight, been given at least three. two or three of the escape Enter zero, zero, nine, eight, zero, three. Nine, eight, three. You enter zero, nine, eight, three into the padlock and it clicks open satisfyingly. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. take that padlock and fling it across the room. It clangs. And I open whatever it was closing. Sarcophagus, my bed. Sarcophagus, I lift it up and it's, it's, it's uh, great because Finally, eternal rest. Oh, we did it. Why are you dead? Ooh. Oh, Shanglin has opened his hand, and there's a small uh, clue inside of it. It's a piece of brown paper that's uh, folded around something. I'm unfurling it. There's some kind of little weight to... This is quite nice. Is it a magnet? All right, there's a, there's a beautiful little coin. Uh, 20 ringgit. 20, 20 sen, sorry. So we're listening together because I don't think I even really remember this. And we're both like nodding. This is because great. they're kind of getting it they and it's it working. Yeah. And it seems like a lot of fun. <laughs> Who knows? It's and a letter from Tutankhamen. It says, I was born a king with privilege that few will ever know, yet I am still eternally trapped. Trapped by the circumstances of my birth, but not the limitations of my body. In these my last days, I have finally come to terms with my cleft lips, my spiralin spine, and even the stinging pain in my left foot. I've forgiven myself and my mother for what Amun wills. Over the years, my attention to the geometries of my body obscured another for greater enclosure, and I would give anything, all the riches of Egypt, to escape my ultimate fate. Alas, my prison has no bars or chains, it has no lock and key. I was born to be a memory, forever trapped in time and space with no right to be forgotten. What? what? <laughs> you wrote that. Surely you wrote that. That's a lot. I, I just show up in the middle of this escape room. I did not write that. Uh, maybe it'll add up as they keep going okay, through. Okay, okay. 
Well, what I was actually going for there is throughout the trip, we'd encountered so many Egyptian-themed escape rooms and Egyptian-themed malls. Yeah. So I was thinking, maybe we're not the ones uh, getting trapped here because we can always leave the escape room and go home. Maybe it's someone like Tutankhamun, um, like the person Tutankhamun, the, fi- the historical figure Tutankhamun, who is the one actually trapped. Okay. Uh, but not in a sarcophagus and not by his disabilities, but because he has to spend an eternity as a meme. Uh, and not only in these escape rooms, but also as a character in films and, and video games and popular media. So, so what if we could help him out? So, the, so, so we've got uh, a cleft lip. Someone's coming. A spiraling spine. I feel like he had a stinging pain in the left foot. Something, something, something. That's the bathroom. Because they figured that they were. Geometries of my body. Wait, what does the bathroom mean? Can we go in the bathroom? Oh! Let's go to the bathroom, I guess. Chad is heading. Examine bathroom. To the bathroom, which is attached to our impromptu studio. It's locked. The bathroom is locked. The bathroom is locked. Oh. We're gonna examine. Ow! The door handle is hot! Oh no! <laughs> Patrick cannot get out! Patrick's hand is red! <laughs> okay, we're gonna, we're gonna inspect oh, So for those of you listening at home, Doug Wilson just gave the biggest eye roll I've ever seen. My thumb! <laughs> okay, so I just like made this up because I got the red ink on my hand. Oh, this wasn't planned. No. You just did it. <laughs> Patrick's red hand from earlier reappears. I'm gonna check Shunlin's mouth, and I'm gonna check Shunlin's spine, and I'm gonna check Shunlin's foot. Oh good. Is what is this red thing? Do we give it a little kick? <laughs> so Goldie is currently inspecting Shunlin's body. Tutankhamun also whispered <gasps> the word wait, bathroom. Wait, 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 wait. It's like it's a it's a lock that you can open with the coin. Okay, where's the co- the coins there? Let's huh. look. All right, so I look at this foot. So everybody is up. kind of looking around the Wait, everybody. right now. Everybody, doors open. Everyone, everyone. The doors open. Take the Even money? you. <laughs> the whole group is being brought into the bathroom. Stephanie. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm recording. If anyone just wants to na- narrate while so I yeah, I have an, I have it. So we've actually just switched over now to Stephanie and Doug's handheld mic as the group enters the bathroom, and this will allow us to hear them better, a little bit better. Yeah, and we'll come back to the normal mic when they're done. In Act Three. Out of order. Yeah, these, uh, these, um, these doors stopped working today. Weird, huh? Out of order? Yeah, so this bedroom is not just a recording studio. It's also where Stephanie and I were, like, living on this trip. Oh, yeah, and you had all your stuff. We had all our, our, like, luggage and, like, all our stuff. And there was also a shower in the bathroom, so we just put out-of-order signs on everything that we (laughs) wanted to signify that wasn't part of the room. Which is something that escape rooms actually do, as we've noted, right? They just put... Uh, do not touch tape on everything. <laughs> now we know why. Okay, I'm gonna open the door into the bathroom. Are we ready? I think I'm so. I'm not sure. Oh, it's candle lit. Everybody it's is. Oh, it's a jump scare. Cautiously oh. entering into the bathroom. Oh, it's very hot. Too many Having been shocked by so many jump scares in the past oh. escape rooms. The bath is covered by some big towels. I'm gonna check inside the toilet. The bathroom (laughs) is filled with tea candles. Yeah, so I was actually like kind of nervous about this because there's just a lot of candles in the bathroom. Oh, they're lit. And it was hot as hell. It was like it was like maybe thirty candles. Yeah. And I didn't realize how hot it would get in just like fifteen minutes. We had delayed We'd like delayed them to do the recording of this episode because you were running around for something else we'll get to later. But yeah, I think the bathroom was like all set up for a while and just like got really hot, which I guess helps the narrative. It's the fires of hell (laughs) (laughs) that are lining the walls. Written in blood, it says what? Why Tina? Why Tina? And there's a brown brown paper bag. Tina. I'm going to open the brown paper bag. I'm so scared. This I is scarier than the other one. Doug, do you want to contextualize this? Eminem, 
Yeah, yeah so... <laughs> I'm standing outside the bathroom. Uh, candlelit bathroom. Uh, in the, in the bottom of the tub so was written Why Tina in fake blood, a reference to uh, escape room we played called Classroom Murder. Now we found a bag of M&Ms, uh, yet another reference uh, to the M&M escape room we played. So this, this seems to be uh, a meta kind of escape room about the escape room trip. Uh, we found a camera inside Shenglin's backpack, also in this locked bathroom. We needed a, a coin to open up some sort of lock to get into the bathroom. I missed exactly what kind of lock type that was. Seeing a voice recorder in the... In Okay, so maybe it's a little hard to understand. The recording gets a bit messy because yeah. they're splitting up and talking a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, but what's happened is uh, they've moved into the bathroom. They found Y Tina in blood. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's candles everywhere. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, I've moved position to be in a little ball. Kind of secretly, almost like a, something out of a horror movie. Like you just are showing up in a different position in the room they're not paying attention to. And they found in the bathroom a couple clues that they'll get to in a little bit. But the main thing is following the seance instructions. Uh, wait, what was the first instruction it's again? To feed me the food of the gods. Yep. And so I think they know what to do next, especially because you're in a ball on the bed with your mouth open. I'm not on the bed. Oh, you're not? Where are no, you? No, because the bed's still upright. So in this recording studio, we place the mattress upright. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's against the wall and acting as a soundproofer. And then yep. the microphone is just sitting on the bed frame. Correct. Um, I am in a ball, I think on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. But you have your mouth open, importantly. I do. It's agape. <laughs> Ready to receive M&Ms. Let's hear what happens next. <gasps> murder. Um, do we need to feed handed him? An M&M chocolate M &M's? that's a reference to the M&M's big escape. So uh, we're, we're back out into the main room and Changlin has moved position. You have to soothe the spirit. Changlun is currently balled up. <laughs> He's balled up on the bed. His mouth is agape. And they're all, everyone is gathered yeah, around him, yeah. getting ready to feed him the M&M's that we've all been individually handed. <laughs> this is very quiet, but this is like voice recording sound of this. He's eating an M&M. Burning, I'm burning, I'm burning, 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 I'm burning, 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 water. burning, 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 <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Chad <laughs> just dumps a bottle of water on me. It's like the, the language of the room isn't like very clear, so they keep finding ad hoc solutions to the puzzles. They're like, oh, he's hot. Let's just dump this random <laughs> bottle of water I'm drinking rather than like the thinking about solution. what the actual props are that we've prepared. Yeah, and that, that's our fault. But, oh, uh, totally our fault. But I mean, <laughs> this is performative, so it's fine. <laughs> I, All I, over me I is someone. I doubt this will be enough Let's water. Take to the shower. Yeah. More to the water shower. everywhere. Water. He's burning. He's burning. What about the shower? Oh, so Goldie is is dragging Shang Lun to the bathroom. Oh, oh. He was actually. I think we're about to put him in the shower. Clothes, the all shower his clothes on. Bath. It seems like the shower is probably the better the option. Yeah. However. He's just been put in the bathtub. What's this? Oh, they've just dumped him in the bathtub. What's this going? They're filling the bathtub with cold water. Oh yeah, I think that's it. No, keep it going. I think it's Do you think he'll return to his human computer? Oh, is that hot? We need uh, cold water. Good question. I don't think this is the end of the escape room puzzle. You think there's more? I think there's more. I think someone should create an Instagram story, a set of stories. Are you sure you're not on camera? 
This we have was supposed to be a debriefing <laughs> okay. session, but it seems to have been hijacked by yet another okay, escape wait, room. I so I guess soothed. we're on okay. 50 plus <laughs> one so plus soothed. one. The spirit is soothed. What happens after that? We have to hold hands around him. Oh, everyone. Everyone, everyone is gathering around once again. Oh, they're yeah. assuming this seance position, and they're getting ready to Stephanie hold hands. Doug. It's the commentators have to join. Amani! Wait, 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 Amani! We're missing someone. Amy. Yeah. Amy. It has to be all. Is it Amy or Where's Amani? Where's Amani? Yeah, hi! <laughs> Tina. Is it Tina? No, it's Amy. It's Amy. So Amy was. Amy. 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 So the ghost of another escape room has appeared once again. Hi, I'm Amy. <laughs> so good. I forgot about the different voices actually oh, yeah. until we were just now listening. I really give them up really quickly as well, but the initial effect of Yeah, from the Tujin comment to Amy. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> Hi. I'm Amy. Hi, I'm Amy. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm so sorry to scare you. What oh, happened to you, Amy? Oh, Tina, you Amy. I predict that Annabelle's gonna come up next. I'm in high school. How can I help you? Just what are you doing here? Oh, That's a really good observation, Doug. Will Annabelle uh, be the next you? escape room oh, to make know, an appearance in this anything. meta but escape room? I can look around if you'd like. Can Please. you see a number you in see? front of you? Well, let me get up. I think okay, I can three, see... Three, two. You were right, it's another uh, Some bookshelves a virtual, and virtual a room. and a cork board and... My bag is missing. My bag had a camera and a voice recorder. We've got the voice recorder. And the camera. We have both tools. I don't know what to do. Was there something on the voice recorder? I might have left notes for myself. There was a beep, beep, three beeps, three beeps, and then two beeps. Boop, 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 beep, beep. That sounds familiar. Is it a Morse code? Maybe other people should. Doug has snuck away and is actually stealing one of the M&M chocolates to eat for himself, (laughs) while all the other escape room attendees and participants are trying to solve the puzzle. I'm not actually sure what the puzzle is. They're listening to a voice recorder, very quiet recording. While they're listening to a very, very quiet recording, Doug is making an incredible amount of noise (laughs) opening up the plastic so that he can have some of the M&Ms. What's on the whiteboard? We should call someone. There's nothing on the whiteboard yet. What's on the wall to the left of the whiteboard? There's a door. Now they're they're asking questions to Amy, who was the victim of the classroom murder escape room. Hold it close. They do. My phone does. Oh, they do. Oh, let's use let's use Shalon's phone. I think Amy's phone is in the other room. Oh, Amy's dead. No. So the Tutankhamen puzzle was one that didn't involve any technology. They could basically, like, if they had a sketch pad, they could try and or write it down. Or a powerful visual or, memory. Yeah, or a powerful brain. They could just figure it out. But this one, there's a... The backpack included... A camera? Three, body. three objects? M&M's? No, the camera M&M's body. The, oh, were the M&M's in the backpack, or were they in the bathtub? I think they were in the backpack. Okay. So the backpack included the M&M's, the camera body, and a tape recorder, correct? And the tape recorder has the faint sound of a phone dial tone. Beep, 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 beep. Mm -hmm. That's how phones sound. Yep. And this is all a reference to a phone puzzle uh, in the classroom classroom murder. murder. Yep. Yep. And if you want to try it out, here are the tones. seems like there might be a Morse code puzzle that they're trying to solve, which if it, that is actually the case, this would be the first Morse code puzzle that we've hit during our entire time in KL, because it doesn't seem like that's a really common puzzle that um, has been used yeah. in most of the escape rooms that we've played. Well, I think it's kind of like a meta joke about escape rooms, so the... the uh or the joke about escape room cliche is is that it's, oh, a Morse code translation puzzle, mm-hmm. um, which I've definitely done in other escape rooms. But yeah, we haven't done a single one this trip. Hey, Stephanie. Psst. That's not Morse code, Stephanie. 
Ooh, voice from the future. <gasps> so it seems like we've just received some information. This just in, hot off the presses, that the puzzle is not actually a Morse code puzzle, but it's a different kind of cipher that Goldie is currently working on. So that you all can work together. There's this tiny tone on this tiny quiet voice recorder. And the, the numbers that you press on a phone make the same tone. So it's, it's like, it's, so the first one's three, it makes the same noise. And it turns out that uh, modern dial tones have two tones playing at once, so you yep. can actually tell what number it is if you listen carefully and have good pitch differentiation Because they're slightly different chords. So two threes. That's B. Oh, no, sorry, that's D or E or C, D, so e. D, D, E, E. It seems like there's an audio recording of some um, beeps, which seem to be the tones from like an iPhone when you press uh, the numbers. So they're trying to translate those tones to the, like the, the whatever, there's like a D, E, and F on the number two, I guess, right. or something. Yeah. Right. The answer was elves. Yet another reference to classroom murder, which had a fantasy book on the desk that, was, that fe heavily featured elves. <laughs> Alex is remarking on the temperature oh, of the bathroom. Can, uh, it's pretty hot in here. It's pretty humid. It's pretty steamy. It's actually pouring rain outside. You might be able to actually pick up some of the thunder and lightning in the bathroom. Is that what lightning sounds like? <laughs> <laughs> I open up the book. Up the well, on the cover it says elves by Keith P. Gay. Keith P. Gay. Underneath the author name, there are the digits one to nine. Someone's graffitied on the cover. Ooh. On the back of the book, there's a little note. It's in my handwriting. It says author index, and then a series of numbers: six, eight, seven, two. Dash two three seven five four nine. Somebody write it down. And you might want to write it down if you're trying to play along with us. We need a notebook. How can you remember that? Could you say that again? Perhaps. Yeah, I can look at it, but I'm a slow reader. Why are you so slow? Okay, so one thing that I think even in the moment I was like really nervous about was what if Shunlin forgets any of the numbers? <laughs> so like how... There's something called the greater mnemonic method okay. for remembering strings of numbers uh -huh. and you translate the numbers into words. So yep. one becomes the d -t sound, two becomes n, uh, three becomes m, m, four becomes r, five becomes f or v and so on. And so uh -huh. you can construct, like if you gave me a long number, uh, I get a, a word bank or a sentence out of these phonemes. Like, what if I gave you just like one, three, seven? Okay, so one is t or d, three mm -hmm. is m, and seven is k. So you go t d k, and then you think about a word that sounds like, like, oh, sorry, d d muck. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Like uh, democracy. Democracy, except that democracy would then have another S, which is a zero. Mm. So you would need just like, yeah. Just damoc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, the method, when you get good at the method, it works really well. Okay, fair. <laughs> Luckily, I had time, so I had translated these numbers into words that did make sense, and I could remember the phrase much easier. Nice. So it seems like, although there was some initial confusion, Doug, at the start about what the hell is going on here, everybody has kind of assumed the roles and positions of being escape room players without too much um, effort. Yeah, I think the confusion was where we had known that Shanglin and Patrick were scheming something in the last few days. There were a lot of squeaks and whispers in, in tiny corners. In page 80, there's... There's something's oh, happening. They're dousing. They're dousing. I need to get this off my chest. I need to get this off my chest. My secret. Yeah. I need to get this off my chest. Oh, 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 you stabbed me. Oh, Tina, why? Titania, why? I love you. Okay. This is a lot of commotion. As soon as they solve this puzzle, mm -hmm. the answer to which is page 80, 
by getting an author index, mm -hmm. I start clutching my chest and, and saying, I need to get something off my chest. Mm -hmm. uh, and simultaneously, they decide to douse me with more water, which is yeah. a little unexpected, but fine. <laughs> and strapped to my chest with duct tape is a little pocket, and it's full of fake blood, yep. uh, which I pop. And there's also inside there a note, uh, which and, is page 80. And importantly, like the coin was completely wrapped in the King Tut note, another key is wrapped in this note. Although this key is a Swiss army knife, a tiny little Swiss army knife. <laughs> and the, the story behind this is that um, I had to give like my passport and all my identification information because I needed to purchase a Swiss army knife at the mall in Malaysia our very first day there to fix the Octopad. Oh, and the Octopad is my 8-player Nintendo controller that I brought on the trip. And because I had no screwdriver, I needed a jeweler's screwdriver, and the only way to do it was to get the Swiss Army knife from a sports and outdoor store. So there was a big deal made at that first mall because I had to give up literally all of my identifying information and like sign my name on a register because I was purchasing a weapon in Malaysia. Which is smaller than my thumb, by the way. Yeah. This is a tiny Swiss Army knife. I still have this knife. Oh, amazing. <laughs> so screaming out, I have to get something off my chest. Be careful, you want there to was a, a big upset when it was revealed that the codes was, were actually- There's a clue right underneath Shanglun's shirt. So now they have the next piece of the puzzle and they're working on it. This is scary. Goldie is covered in blood. What's inside? There's a pocket knife. Oh, okay. An illegal pocket knife. Can we ask for something with it? And a note. And the note reads, it's got a drawing of a little elf with a love heart. Night Elves by Yukari Amy Takaba. I met her in the moonlight, night elves in the nighttime. We started by circling one another, knives drawn. But then, of course, we dropped our guard, dropped our packs, dropped our belts, and embraced each other like we did in my dreams. That night on the forest floor. Silver skin on silver skin, we spent the night mm -hmm. holding hands and counting stars. And we whispered in order to preserve the hushed patterns of deer, owls, moths, and the moon. In that light, it dawned on me that if I could only be with Titania, then I could be brave. I could steal myself and utter the words to be free. My Titania, my Titania. This is your janky attempt at fanfic, isn't it? Yeah, this is like an imagining of the psychology of this high school student told through elven fiction. Patrick is a university professor. <laughs> Hey, uh, even university professors sometimes study fanfic. Oh yeah, not dissing that, just... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hold on a second. Uh, so the idea we're actually going for here is what if all the other characters from all the other escape rooms you've been encountering on this trip were also trapped in their own unique ways? Um, so in this case, Amy is both uh, literally and figuratively trapped in the closet, and maybe the team can help her out. <laughs> so having received a note, the group is kind of giggling and wondering, what are they supposed to do with it? What is the next puzzle that they have to solve? There's a reference to Titania, a character from Midsummer Night's Dream, but I'm not... Is this a character from any of the escape rooms that we've encountered? So listening to this a uh, year later, I wonder if we, like, miss designed like the mood of the situation like it's such a kind of ramshackle escape room that's very nostalgic but then it's campy right? it's campy it's super campy but then the maybe it's just like goldie's reading the text but like goldie reading this erotic fanfic very <laughs> in a perfunctory voice right <laughs> sitting down in the moonlight hips touching hips <laughs> but also i think that the all the text is very self-serious and i'm not sure <laughs> what that exactly did with the mood in the room like it was it's a weird punctuation point because they're not puzzles well they're narrative puzzles but i think that the escape this escape room's mood shifts quite a bit though because there are moments of genuine terror which we'll get to yeah yeah that, that makes sense in some ways we're channeling the patchwork moods of the rooms we've been playing all week where you can find something like a really sentimental diary sitting next to some 
you know, like fake limbs or a cryptographic puzzle or something. And in, in other ways, we're trying to invert the narrative tropes of the week where King Tut is no longer a villain cursing you. And now there's a queer romance at the heart of school. Uh, but, but I'm not sure how much of that is actually coming across in the room. The bottle and the nightstand. The bottle and the the group seems to be wondering who Titania is because it doesn't appear to be a character from any of the escape rooms that we've played. How is it locked? Alex has just discovered that one of the dressers oh, has a lock on it. They're working with the pocket knife that they just unrolled in order to unlock the dressers that have been tied together. We have teeny little scissors. Amani, I'm going to hand it to you, but the knife is out. Thank you. So Amani is currently using a pocket knife that has small scissors on it in order to open up a dresser. Okay, now we need to turn that off. They're working on the second dresser now with the tiny, tiny scissors in order to open up the zip ties so that they can see what's inside. The first dresser revealed what looks like, is it a radio? A radio and a clarinet? And a recorder. And a, a, a recorder. Sorry, not a clarinet, a recorder. <laughs> I entirely forgot about the recorder. I love that they're just tooting away on it for no reason. <laughs> Hot cross buns. <laughs> Goldie is currently playing the recorder as Alex continues to fiddle with the lock okay. on the dresser to try to open it up. What do you think of all this stuff? Well, Dutch lady! Oh, Dutch lady! Chocolate milk! <laughs> new, a new escape room reference. Kinds of Dutch lady. Oh no, do we have to drink it? Coda's <laughs> <laughs> just going to town in the I can't believe that the recorder is just continuing I to play. Oh my god. I think she's very cleverly done the Titanic theme song because of the Titania connection. Does it make the connection to Titanic but not to Tina? Right, which the it's forbidden to love. Be. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> a new escape room reference. Yeah. Uh, on our first day, we played a corporate-sponsored chocolate milk-themed escape room called Dutch Lady. Wait, did you find right, right. Uh, now, I think we just found uh, a whole bunch of Dutch Lady. Camera battery and a little like flower thing. Camera battery. Inside the dressers mm-hmm. that they are unlocking at the moment, there's a case of Dutch Lady chocolate milk. Yep. There's a camera battery, but no SD card. Yep. There's a radio, a portable radio with batteries. Mm-hmm. And there's... Oh, maybe the batteries are somewhere else. No, no, no. They have the batteries. Okay. And there's a uh, drawing of a flower, mm-hmm. they keep saying. But it's actually a drawing of the ceiling fan. Yep. And there's a recorder. Very important. <laughs> I think it's also worth noting that everybody has completely forgotten about Shang Lun in the bathroom. No, I, I walk past, but I think I'm not supposed to spoil the magic by watching him shower himself <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that might need to be a little bit behind the stage. Alex just got a really big fight. He's standing now. I saw his reflection in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> he's not, he's not, he's not he's my brother. Not. So we have this radio. Should we be doing something with it? Uh, let's turn it on. Let's turn it on. Something's happening in the bathroom. I'm scared. I'm going to go and play some music for Amy. So Goldie is wait, taking wait, the radio. Where are we putting though? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about horror games. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was doing the horror movie technique of moving from place to place every time they looked Weren't away. looking at you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so whenever they opened the door, they would see me in a different position. Which spooked them before, actually, when they came back in and you weren't sitting, but you were curled in a ball. And That's now you're doing it more and more. Yeah, and, and it's kind of getting a bit wild. Like, at yeah. one point, I was curled up just under the sink, and another time I was 
like right up next to the door because they kept cracking the door because it's still really hot in there yes so yeah and I, they peek in and then they'll shut the door immediately the, one thing that i think is really interesting about this is we mentioned on the podcast earlier that one of the most terrifying things in an escape room is encountering a human and it's very rare that it ever happens and when it does happen almost all of your motivation to like solve puzzles and stuff goes out the window because it's such a wild card like what could the human do but interestingly the kind of performative larping elements of this and the improv between us are coming out because we've been around the group and they trust us to do specific formalized gestures within the logic of this game we've concocted so despite there being the hope yeah it seems to be working that way though but despite the fact that we're humans they're still making kind of progress through and it was important that the messiness of the human interaction was actually masking a lot of the imperfection of the puzzle design. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is fun because it is, as you mentioned, essentially LARPing or improv. Yeah, we had like infinite get out of jail free cards because the hint system is embedded in the puzzles, meaning yeah. the interface for solving the puzzles is just your body. So there are all kinds of ways for both of us to push them forward a little bit, uh, help them out to get through in 45 minutes. <laughs> Which they did. I think so. Why is he here? Wait, he changes every time. <laughs> so I can't see, but it seems like a nude Shang Lun may have just done a. He's wearing a towel. He's wearing a towel. Okay, so in a towel. Shang <laughs> Lun just did a jump scare on Goldie. So Jay is currently opening up the Dutch Lady chocolate milk and he's readying to feed it to, I think he's readying to feed it to Shang Lun who's currently standing immobile in the bathroom in nothing but a towel um, with kind of a blank, with a, with a blank expression on his face. Wait, hold on. Guess who he's going to be? The Dutch Lady. I want to go to bed. Who do you think that? I thought Annabelle. Don't make me. What? Don't touch me, mommy. <laughs> Annabelle, right? Take me to Annabelle. Annabelle. Okay. So, this is upsetting. for listeners at home, who is Annabelle? Annabelle's a haunted doll from a horror film series, The Conjuring. And then the Annabelle. Pull the bed down. Pull the mattress down. Pull the mattress. Pull the mattress. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. So it's important to note here that. Every day we set the mattress up in the bedroom and position a chair with two microphones connected to the computer on a bedstand. So it's so pretty precarious. Now- they have to move the chair and the microphones carefully off the bed towards the computer if they want to put Shung Lun to bed. I don't yeah. know why I'm calling you Shunglin. If they want to put you to bed. Hi. <laughs> right. Annabelle. So they're moving Someone him off the so that they can side. actually put the mattress, which we've been using as um, sound dampers in this room. We're putting the mattress back on the bed. Miss me? Did not miss you. Do you want to describe what just happened? Oh, no, it's Annabelle. We had to put a mattress down, uh, and then behind the mattress, yeah. Yeah. creepy uh, nine pieces of A4 paper arranged is a weird Annabelle doll. Okay, so this is actually a funny story uh, about these pieces of paper. Right, so it's a rasterized, blown-up version of Annabelle's face that I pulled from online mm-hmm. uh, across many, like, I think three-by-three three grid, so it's pretty huge. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we had barely gotten it assembled but that's because it was so hard to find it was like, so difficult to find a print shop yeah. anywhere that actually just printed normal a4 paper yeah in fact the printing shang was like out in the city while i was setting up the candles and everything else and the printing took that's what kept pushing the time back to start this podcast yeah i was super late because mm-hmm. of this and uh I like had an adventure where I met a dog and got kicked out of two shops and had to like punch in a code at one point. It was felt like an escape room adventure oh just God. to get this thing printed. The pressure of like setting up this room because we had also pulled an all nighter, and so I think our minds we were, were so tired. melting. Yeah, 
And to be clear, we'd only spent a couple of days designing this room, and we were working on a shoestring budget, sourcing all our materials from malls, while trying to keep it a secret. And by this point, we figured like most people knew that we were up to something, but maybe not exactly what. Yeah. My then, uh, face! My beautiful face! Shanlin started cackling, miss me, which was a... Uh, <laughs> Memorable moment from the Annabelle escape room where they turn the lights off yeah. and when the lights come on, the doll is gone. Right. And uh, in its stead the, is a sign written it? in red, Miss Me. What are the rules? So currently the they've removed the pieces of paper from the wall and are laying it across Shanglin's face. We've been gestured to approach the bed. Annabelle boo boo. Annabelle, 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 Annabelle. 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 Everybody. Annabelle. 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 I'm inside a glass case. I, like I can't see. She's in a glass cage. The room is empty. There's a fan, motionless. Turn the fan off. <laughs> Spoilers. Turn the lights off. It's the radio. Turn the lights and the fan off. Where's the radio? Look, a piece of paper is becoming visible that no one knew was there before. Oh, sorry. That's <laughs> my bad. I think you should leave the fan on. Uh, that would have been good. Oops. Like, before we started recording, I just, like, left the fan off. Right, so Jay is sarcastically remarking, no one saw this piece of paper, but oh, they have. Oh, no. Yeah, it's just our convention to, like, have the, everything, the AC and the fan and everything off, and I should have left it on. Well, then someone would have said we need to turn the fan off, so Fair. maybe there was no way out. What they've done is they've just turned the fan off because although it wasn't visible when it was running, you can see that a piece of paper has been taped to the bottom of the fan. So they're just waiting now for the fan to stop in order to see. It looks like it's a four-digit number. What that four-digit number is going to be used for is as yet unclear. 88.06. 87 88 FM 88.0 FM It says 88.0 FM and there just happens to be a radio that was in the dresser Jay has just turned on the radio That sounds about right Hell yeah Leave that on They're cycling through all the stations on the radio did we, find, did we find the memory card for the camera? We haven't. No, we didn't. Uh-oh. Oh. What exactly was going on here mechanically for the radio? I brought along an FM transmitter. Do, do you always travel with an FM transmitter? Only when I visit 50 escape rooms in Kuala Lumpur. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> But uh, I brought along this transmitter, and you can plug it into any audio jack, mm-hmm. and it uh, will just transmit into a particular radio frequency that right, you can yeah. pick up with any radio. So we picked a frequency, and I had it plugged into my iPhone the whole time we were in the situation. And at the correct moment, I flipped the transmitter on uh, and play a pre-recorded MP3 file that we had made just for this occasion. I've always wondered what it means to die. And I guess now I can find out. All you have to do is play me a lullaby and then flash a bright light into my eyes. Flash a bright light into his eye. Do we have a, a light? Goldie Twinkle is picking up the recorder. And then play a light. Is that a real radio? <laughs> yes, but it's this distance. Play my But how does that. I don't quite understand what's going on. Doug is mystified by some of the. It's like to using your car if you don't have a way to plug it in. So flash a bright light into the But then how do you switch it from radio to My battery's low. I can't flash. Someone flash with the. Well, Doug reflects on the technological thingamajiggery that's been going on here. Goldie is playing a lullaby on the recorder. Can we put on that jam in tune? Was it this thing? Is this? Is this the light? Alex has a pretty good Oh, it looks like Shanglin is stirring. Use the flash. Right, yes, we do. Oh my god. The flash from the camera. Oh, my lullaby. My lullaby. What? What's 
Get ready. Keep sing, sing. Flash, flash, flash. Flash into in, into the eye, into the eye. Oh, yeah, into his eye. Straight into his eye. Sing. <laughs> Jay just took oh, a flash mouth. photograph <laughs> of okay, Shang Lun slash Annabelle. Okay, we, that oh, no, provoked wait. a reaction. Doug is making an incredible face right now. What are your thoughts and feelings, Doug? Is there any left? I'm not touching that key. Okay, what is the key? Wiping down the key on Shanglin shorts. Did anybody see a keyhole anywhere in the room? Yes. Doug is jumping up to do the key part. Moving away from his role as commentator, Doug is now. Getting action when yeah. we, we have Milo. <laughs> Wait, no, we have soy milk. We have soy milk, Milo, Milo. a cup. It's oh, this one. More, more chocolate is revealed. Okay. Okay. So importantly, when the group uses the third key, not the coin or the knife, but the third key they find, they unlock a drawer that has in it soy milk cups, Milo. The right. chocolate powder and an SD card, which they can put into the camera. And the SD card has two images on it. Well, we'll see what they are. I think they'll find. Them. Okay, sure. <laughs> okay, we uh, have I the like SD that they card. used two SD modalities card. of the camera that we thought we would Did have to find the card, but we didn't also realize it would be used for a splash device. Oh my god! Okay, Milo dinosaur uh, reference to the uh, the trip, not really any of the uh, escape rooms. So we also found. Do you want to describe to what a Milo dinosaur is? I'm the wrong it's person a group to be photo. commentating this. Oh, Friends, well, it's on. a group photo. Okay, so so wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. What is a Milo dinosaur? It's this ongoing thing we've been discussing <laughs> on the trip. It's a drink. It's cold milk with Milo powder heaped on top. But I think it also is like, it's like a chocolate milk that's already stirred up, but then with extra on top. Is yeah, that yeah, true? but then crucially, like, it's not fully dissolved and it's not hot milk. Right. So it's... But you can't have a hot Milo dinosaur? No, because the powder would dissolve. Not if you heaped enough on. <laughs> So wait, wait, how do you, what do you do with the Milo dinosaur then? You how drink, do you, you, you just drink it? Yeah. But aren't you like eating the powder? Yeah, it's crunchy. That's why it's a dinosaur. <laughs> so, so <laughs> you can look this up. I'm not making, well, everyone thought that I was making it up, but it's real. So I guess the equivalent in the States would be like quick or, or, uh, Ovaltine. There is no equivalent. <laughs> Let's see what else there is. What? Wait, what? What? Wait, who's that? I need to zoom in. I do. I do. Let's make it on here. You just put milk in it and then put the Milo on top and don't stir it. Uh-huh. Goldie, can you say that a little more loudly? What is a Milo dinosaur? It, uh, so I overheard Sean Lund explaining what a Milo dinosaur was the other day. You just need a cup of milk uh, with the Milo on top, not stirred in. Wait, who's this character? I need the knife. Ooh, what's the character? Who is that? <laughs> Who is that? Why is this person in this photo? It's some. Can you describe what's happening, Doug? Uh, they put the SD card oh, into the camera, like... and there was a group photo of all of us. But some anime character has been edited into the oh group my photo. God, wait, wait. I want to see. Is it? Who is it? Is it Amy? It's Amy. It must be Amy. Oh, is it Tina? Who is that? <laughs> Who is that? The group is this unsure is of who the character is that who Ooh, the character is that's been inserted a person who's into a wide So the photo found on the SD card is a long panorama of the whole team in the podcasting studio, but with a few extra edits. The characters we've been communing with now appear alongside us. They've all been freed from their various rooms, and at the same time, they're now a part of our memories of this experience. And there's also a second image with some further instructions. To revive a person who has recently been possessed, one, Ensure that everyone is touching the body of the possessed without touching anyone else. Oh. Two, each person must share aloud a unique cherished memory of escaping. Oh. After everyone has shared, so raise your glasses and whisper the name of the group who is reviving the possessed three times. 
The group. The name of the group. So apparently every every game in three. Everyone, uh, uh, sorry, everyone present, except the possessed, <laughs> has to drink a mile Must simultaneously. No, not drink mile. What? Imbibe. Yeah. An offering yeah. suitable to the person. <laughs> Wait, Imbibe. the camera died. No, it didn't. Suitable <laughs> to the person who was possessed. Where's the camera? Can I? Can I uh, mention? Uh, out of consideration, they got uh, soy milk, vegan yeah. milk for the yeah, vegans I in the group. Okay. So what, we've all got to make a Milo? Milo dinosaur. So it seems like the group is getting ready to make a bunch of Milo dinosaurs. So not just Milo, which is a mix of milk and a kind of Ovaltine-like drink, but specifically the child's version where the powder is crushed on the top of the milk. I don't know. It's so weird. All right. It seems like they've reached resolution. What am I doing? And now they're all working together to make 10 Milo dinosaurs uh, that are going to be in the tiny cups that have been conveniently uh, provided. It's a pile of Milo on the top. A whole pile? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. it has to be a heap. A heap of Milo. <laughs> so like what you would normally mix into a chocolate milk just on the top and you mix it in your mouth. I mean to the degree <laughs> that the Milo in the wait, wait, wait. escape room oh, no, no, uh, was yet, being kept yet. only for okay, staff, is the Milo they tried right. to buy Expert. some and the staff right. were like, no, it's, it's not for sale, it's just for us. So. Right, so, so this is you. this is actually a reference to a kind of extra diegetic out of game issue that arose when people were trying to buy <laughs> Milo and failing to do so because the staff were <laughs> very very possessive of their private stash. Piles, piles, piles. And the chanting as well is a reference to Yeah. The chanting also. Here's your dinosaur. Thank you. Patrick is handing Here's your dinosaur. I'm looking down at this and it's literally (laughs) soy milk with about an inch of powder that's been just dumped on the top. Chad is currently finishing off the last few of them and Shanglun is still lifelessly um, on the bed in a towel. All right, so you can't drink it. We have to all touch him and then everyone has to recount. Oh, I'm also recording. Can, some, can someone, Let's what was it, recount a favorite record. escape? Okay. Recount a favorite Each moment. Each of us in, in turn Alani. recounts our favorite yeah, moment. Thanks. And then we all... Does agree. everybody have a Milo dinosaur? Amani! Yeah, That's I got funny. one, I got one. You right. got one? Everybody poke him. Put your hand on him. Touch him. Put your hand on him. Everyone in, in turn share a unique, cherished memory of escaping. I really had a good time all week with all of you and I think you're excellent Um, but for me a standout moment was when I fucking rocked that ping pong ball (laughs) um, puzzle in the room I liked um, escaping a lot of rooms (laughs) (laughs) Um, one cherished moment for me is when I put the red nose on to escape and it actually worked and had nothing to do with it One cherished memory for me was when Amani and I left Chad in a dog cage <laughs> and then left the marionette room. <laughs> More about the dog cage next episode. My cherished moment was being stuck in a toilet for half of an escape room, <laughs> gradually boiling to death. <laughs> Mine was being the one sacrificed instantly by the group in the Annabelle room and then being stuck in the side while the staff at least two people on the outside were scratching and banging and groaning, <laughs> waiting for me to get close to the door, and I kind of went a little catatonic because no matter where I was ping-ponging to, they were, like, waiting for me. <laughs> uh, mine was climbing up and out of that elevator oh. and being shocked that someone actually had to give me a manual boost yeah. uh, to get out the top of the elevator. I think my favorite moment was when Patrick ran screaming, let's leave him, let's leave him, let's leave him behind. Away for, uh, after leaving Chad in the, in, the, in the cage. And I think my favorite moment is right now. Aww. Aww. Now we raise our glasses and three times whisper the name of the group. Every escape. Whisper. Game or escape? Every game. 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 Every
Every game oh god, we're gonna have to drink this. Every game in this city. Every game in this city. Hey. Is it I am complete? Uh. Oh. 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 Historic. And the group is recoiling in horror at the poorly made Milo dinosaurs. <laughs> Particularly Doug. <laughs> What a wild ride. So we just got done listening to this for the first time since we executed it. One year later, and... Any regrets? Mm, no, not really. <laughs> I mean, I wish I had designed certain bits better. Yeah. But it was fun because uh, it was a communal activity that we all got to reference all these memories that we made over the week. And we got to share those memories in a really touching moment at the end. Yeah. Uh, I got to ham it up. Mm-hmm. And everybody got to finally turn the podcast itself, Every Game in the City, into an escape room. Which we had been joking about yeah. throughout the week. So their wish came true. That's what we do. <laughs> Every Game in this City is a podcast on the Idle Thumbs Network. We've recorded season one in a hot bedroom in Batalang Jaya during the summer of 2018. Our theme music is a cover of Seiko 4 by Yasuaki Shimizu, a piece he originally composed for a wristwatch commercial in the 1980s. You can find us on the web at everygameinthis.city, as well as most social media networks and podcasting platforms. And in two weeks, our next episode will be moderated by Stephanie Bullock, who we interrupted at the start of this episode, but we'll be back next time to lead one last discussion before we leave Malaysia.